0: Hello, this is Roger Shouse, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. This month, the month of July, we're looking at jumpstarts written from the book of Judges. This is Jumpstart number 1921. Judges chapter 3, verse 23. Then Ehud went into the vestibule and shut the doors of the roof chamber behind him and locked them. Our verse today comes from the amazing story of God's deliverer, Ehud. Ehud and Eglon, both names beginning with the same letter, both brought together in this amazing story, but both very different. Eglon was the king of Moab. He is described as being very fat. He was oppressing Israel. God raised up Ehud, the left-handed Benjamite, to save the people. In a private meeting with a fat king, Ehud thrust a sword into Eglon's belly. Then he locked the doors and escaped. When the servants came to check on the king, they assumed that he was relieving himself in the cool room, is what the text tells us. We'd say he's going to the bathroom. After a long time, they broke through the doors and found the king had been assassinated. He was dead. dead. How did Ehud escape? Some assume he crawled through the toilet, which would have been more like an outhouse. The text really doesn't tell us, but we wonder. Now, because of this one event, the tide changed, and Israel was able to subdue Moab for more than a generation and have peace in that land. As for Ehud, this is all we know, this one event, but there are lessons here for us. First, it takes courage to do what is right and necessary. So many things could have gone wrong. How hard it would have been to have a private meeting with a king. Ehud thought this out. He made a special sword. He had concealed it on his right side, not the typical place a person carries a sword. We are not called to assassinate foreign kings, and I'm glad for that. But there are times when we must have a serious talk with someone about their choices in life. It may be a grown child. It may be someone in the congregation that we love. Their choices are ruining their soul and hurting those around them. It's not easy to talk to someone, especially when correction is necessary. It's easier to tell others than to go to the person. Notice some things that Ehud did. He had a plan even before he met the king. We need the same thing. How are you going to bring the topic up? Are you just going to wing it, or have you thought and prayed about what needs to be said?" He had made a special sword. That took some time. He didn't just charge into Moab, he made preparations. We should do the same. Think things out. Make a plan. He had also arranged to have a private meeting. He didn't attack the king in front of others. That's something we ought to learn as well. When a serious conversation needs to take place, arrange a time to meet the person. Walking out the church building while surrounded by others is not the time nor the place. Secondly, Ehud didn't pass this responsibility on the others. He was the one. He knew it. He went. Paul told the Galatians, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. You who are spiritual. We play that card both ways. We want God to see us as spiritual, but when it's time for us to go restore someone, suddenly we're not the one. Either we are or we're not. When nothing is said and nothing is done, the person drifts away from the Lord. Everyone sees it's happening, but no one has the courage to do anything. In a time, as so was lost, a family is hurt and the church suffers. Someone should have done something is a common afterthought statement. Ehud was the man and judges. Who is it today? Thirdly, I thought about Ehud possibly escaping through the opening of a toilet. That's pretty disgusting. What he fell in is even more disgusting. If that indeed is what happened, just think about what links it takes in order to save Israel. Now turn that thought to you and I today. What are you willing to do to save your family or your soul? Are you willing to do something that is hard, not pleasant, or maybe even disgusting to save your marriage? Are you willing to move to a closer, to a congregation that you can grow and your family can thrive spiritually? Move! Well, that's hard. We like our house. We like the neighborhood. Yet if your family is dying spiritually, are you going to keep doing what you have been doing or are you going to do something because it's the right thing to do? What if your job is killing you spiritually? What if the coworkers and the demands and what is expected of you is just turning you into something that you know God is not pleased with? Are you going to keep doing that or is it time to find a new job? Jobs are hard to find, you say. Are you going to remain and die spiritually, or are you willing to do something that's very hard to do, but it's the right thing to do? What about your friends? You may have had these people in your life for a long, long time. When you get together, the conversations are not good. When they want to do is pushes your buttons and the limits of what is right and what is wrong. Then do you continue to hang out with them? Isn't it time you do the courageous thing and either influence them or leave them? Why do you stay with someone and allow them to pull you away from Jesus? It may be time to climb through the toilet. Fourth, removing that fat king wasn't enough. Ehud led Israel into a battle against Moab, and they defeated them. We see this from the importance of finishing what was started. Removing the king was the first step. Had they stopped there, another king would have been appointed in time, and nothing much would have changed. But Israel finished what they started. What a lesson for us. We can start in the right direction, but we need to stay with it and finish it. Paul said that he finished the course. He completed what was started, and so must we. And fifth, Ehud needed others to accomplish the victory. When, finishing, when facing the fat king, Ehud was alone. But now when Israel was facing all of Moab, Ehud couldn't do it alone. He, he didn't try it alone. He blew the trumpet, rallied the nation, and led them to victory. What a lesson of leadership. Sometimes leaders want to do it all, and they can't. We need others. Sometimes leaders don't want others, but leaving them out will only bring uh, less victories and more defeats. We are the church, and we need everyone. had saw the importance of bringing others into the battle. And finally, there's an order in all this. Ehud led the troops before the king was killed. They may have lost the battle. Removing the king was the first thing they had to do. Put the nation in shock and confusion. It allowed Israel time to strike and have the advantage. There's an order of doing things. Ehud saw that. We must get our order in the right order, and we need to do the same thing. Who would have thought from this old, old story of Ehud and a fat king that we'd have such powerful lessons about leadership? But here we are.